Brianna Noyce. And I'm Katie Boyd. And we are creating this podcast in hopes to bring value to your life from experiences in ours. Time to fucking grow. Woo! Happy last Tuesday. day of the year! <laughs> the 31st. Okay, so we're going to be extremely intentional about this. We don't have a lot of time, but we figure best bang for your buck. We're just going to make it short and sweet. Um, talking about going into the new year and goal yes. setting and not even just like, oh, we should set goals, but like intentional what, set like goals. What, what kind of goal setting are you even doing? Like, right. <laughs> well, cause we all have been, I mean, it's all a part of the, part of the process. We've all had those goals that were just like, oh, it's the new year resolution and this is going to be my resolution, but you actually don't really care about it or you think you do, but you're not really ready to change and you feel it in your gut and you say it anyways and then you end up feeling all the guilt and shame and all the negative things that come along with it when you don't succeed. So we want to try to help set you up for the best success um, going into 2020. First, I definitely want to say cheers to 2019 being over. <laughs> it was a no. great year. <laughs> um in good you know but it needs to go yeah <laughs> it's been great but you need to go yeah. all the good and the bad um because all all the bad just make life so much better when you look at the, the blessings that come from there's always blessings that come from the hard um the hard things that you have to go through so anyways we'll jump right into it so Setting intentional goals. So the first thing that I would want to talk about is making them realistic. Um, if you haven't worked out in who knows how long, don't set your New Year's resolution to be that you're going to work out every day or you're going to work out five, five times a week and you're going to set yourself up on this regimen because it is not going to be sustainable and you will not commit to it and you won't succeed. And that's not what we want to do. We don't want to set ourselves up for failure. Um, if you want to start working out, think about what's going to be realistic for you. Does that mean that you're going to be able to get your butt to the gym at least twice a week? Is that realistic for you with your life, with long term, what you have going on? And then, you know, once you create that consistency, maybe you can add another day. Maybe that means looking at getting a personal trainer. Do you need the accountability? Do you need somebody to be there for you at least for one day a week? And then they can help set you up on a schedule for another other another day or two for you to do on your own. But yet you have you're learning and you're also having that accountability. Like, what does it look like for you to set yourself up for success and not for failure, if if talking about just working out. That's just one big one that a lot of people decide that they want to do all of a sudden. And then they set themselves up for failure, and we don't want that. So here's the key to make it sustainable. So you got to start at your end goal, and then you got to backtrack, and you got to find step number one. Mm-hmm. So I was actually just talking to Brie about this a few minutes ago. So say if you walk into – say you don't even work out right now, and you walk in and you're going – all right, five days a week, I'm going to work out. You don't work out at all right now. Go in and say, okay, by June, I want to be working out five days a week and I want to do that for the rest of the year. That sounds extremely realistic to me. I mean, because then you can walk in and say, okay, one day a week. And then February, maybe you're at two days a week. 
March, you're at three days a week, but you're making it a non-negotiable and you're sticking with it. Say that two days a week is really hard, then you keep it through March. So you're building and building to your five days a week. So yeah. therefore, it's a sustainable goal that you can keep for the year because it, it's so rare that people start at the beginning of the year and they go, okay, five days a week and they stick with it all year long. And you're really going to set yourself up for failure, meaning you're not, if you don't do it or if you don't achieve it, you're going to feel bad about yourself. You're going to go, well, I'm just going to go to McDonald's anyways, or well, I'm, I might as well just sit on the couch for the rest of the month because I failed. Yeah. And a lot of us have... The pro- a lot of a lot of us have done this so many times that we get to a point where we're almost afraid to set another goal because we're afraid to fail. We're afraid to let ourselves down. We're afraid that because what ends up happening is you stop trusting yourself. And I did a lot of work on this in for in two thousand and nineteen, um, and we can definitely jump into the topic in another time. But um, you have to create and build the trust around yourself. To believe that you're going to do what you say you're going to do for yourself. And I feel like this is something that a lot of people struggle with because when it comes to following through for themselves, because they, we have all these, you know, well, if you do dream and you do set like goals in your head, where you want to be, but you're like, how am I going to get there? And you've let yourself down so many times that you get lost in taking the steps to to achieve that goal because you've let yourself down so many times so like we said start with something that is going to be realistic for you if even if that's working and you know and like she said like maybe five days a week is what you want someday but maybe that doesn't end up being something that can fit into your schedule consistently like Maybe it's just not possible. You know, if you work 70, 80 hours a week and you have a family and you do all these other things, you know, maybe three days a week is your max. And that's okay. If, if Especially if your job is um, physical. But just creating, getting consistent and creating a habit in a good way and taking away those bad habits over time is really going to be the long-term goal just to to fulfill and like be to be fulfilled and to live a better life no matter what it is that you decide that what your goals are um another one I guess we could talk about that's another high topic would definitely be eating nutrition diets oh lord diets are not a thing diets are bad diets suck why would you want to restrict yourself completely to want to kill yourself like that? Like, oh, it's, well, Jesus it's like Christ. something that's like you people feel so miserable. Like, right. the goal is to live a healthy lifestyle, to feel good, to fuel your body with good nutrition. It's something that is sustainable for long term. Like, you can't tell me that you're going to never have a cookie again. Or you're going to never, like, what, like, it's such a, there's just so, such a negative mindset around food. And this could, we could go on forever about this. But. <laughs> Seriously. Um, just getting back to, so I don't get too off topic, getting back to setting a goal. So maybe um, it depends on, like, and this is another thing. You can't beat yourself up. You have to look at where you are at individually. Who are you as a person? Do you eat like it depends on what you eat like if you wake up and you have 
you know, a bagel for breakfast and a coffee and then you have pizza for lunch and you have a sub for dinner and you don't eat anything else throughout the day and you don't drink water and you have soda and then you drink alcohol at night, like, don't say I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat salads every day and I'm gonna cut out carbs and I'm gonna, (laughs) I'm gonna have a piece of fruit for breakfast like no (laughs) no my my favorite no this this is actually probably this actually makes me cringe way more than that is is like wake up um have a bagel for breakfast and then eat dinner (laughs) so wait what did you do for 10 hours between no but i'm just saying like there's so many different people and so many different people that are stuck in habits that like i'm just saying like if don't go from giant extreme to the other like if the first, like, type of person, if that's who you are, and that's okay, but you want to make changes, start by including water into your life. Like, get yes. some water, in because water is so important, and so many people, it, it, like, I'm like, oh my god, you're so dehydrated all the time, you don't know what it's like to feel good, like, it literally makes me cringe. Oh my god, so actually, <laughs> see it's, people it's funny pain. you say that, because I totally forgot about this, at the beginning of 2019, my my goal actually for the year was to drink a gallon of water every single day. I think I was overhydrating at one point because <laughs> I, I just could not get, like, I would have anxiety about going to the store to pick up one thing because I knew I'd have to pee. So <laughs> I was like, what do I do? I mean, I actually, honestly, I felt amazing. My skin was really soft and it cleared up quite a bit. And I will say up into about June or July, I actually made sure. It, I'm not talking about seltzer water. I'm not talking about... Um, the water you mixed in with your smoothie or the water you put in with your coffee. I don't even ever want to hear that again as counting as your water. I'm like, seriously. Yeah, I drink water in my well coffee. Count, I'm like- if, if you do that, count your fucking pasta because you boil that in water when you count that towards your water intake. But seriously. But don't do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Please don't. Um, but anyway, so... When it comes to water, I think I made it, like I said, like June or July, and then I didn't, I wasn't drinking as much, but I still, it, I had come to a point where I realized, okay, what water is enough for me? Because a lot of people have the guideline of half your body weight in ounces, which personally, I do not believe that is enough, especially no. if you're somebody that exercises, I know that is not enough. But um, starting there, if you don't drink any, yes, is amazing. Starting there is beautiful. But for <laughs> me, it was like, I was definitely drinking half my body weight in ounces, but I wasn't drinking enough. And I knew that going into 2019, so I was like, okay, that's my goal. So by doing that gallon for so long, it made it in my head to where I was like, okay, maybe I'll drink a little less and a little less. And then right about a hundred ounces, my body feels fabulous. So if I know I can get in a hundred, then I'm like, great. So I really like that because it, it helped me realize what was right for me. And it's not that I didn't fulfill what I wanted to do because I didn't know that I was going to end up backing off of 128 ounces. Yeah. I thought I was going to stick with that all year long, but it, that wasn't working for me. Right. Which I really, I really like thinking about that because it just, that's yeah. what the reality is. You have to find what works for you and what's sustainable for you. Yeah. And that's exactly what I talked about with the whole, like she said about the whole five days a week um, and whatnot. If like, if if three days a week it ends up being what that works for you then that's what works for you but you know okay so back to the nutrition so like that's one thing like just add in water like if you don't drink any water you know try to get in 60 ounces you know this week and then try to get you know in a couple weeks and then try to get in 80 ounces and then try to get 100 and you know just work yourself up just get some in your body like get yourself feeling good like and then, you know, the next step could be 
getting rid of that bagel in the morning mm. because that bagel is not that is not yeah just healthy swapping um, yeah supporting you in a good way and a good breakfast is so important and a good breakfast like I mean we could go on and on because there's just so much like there's so much knowledge out there that people lack I should say like a yogurt is not a breakfast fruit is not a breakfast um for the love of God look up macros and <laughs> know what protein carbs and fats are your body needs carbs please for the love of god don't do keto and cut out carbs because you are not doing your body any good long term nothing you're not doing your heart good your brain, your brain nothing you're gonna feel like crap you're like you're not gonna have any energy isn't carb like the only macronutrient that can cross into the brain or something i'm totally i bought some scientist somewhere is gonna listen to this and cringe to their core but like something along those lines like something about carbs are is essential for brain function in some way shape or form yeah well what ends up happening is uh, you end up like craving like tons of sugar and stuff because your body's not getting like it's not it's not it's not getting what it needs to function properly I mean, there's so many things we could go on, like, I could go into because there are so many negative qualities that happen to your body and your brain and everything when you put your body into consistent ketosis and overloaded (laughs) unhealthy fats. And, Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, let to to wrap up, like, how you could really use this and, like, how to make this really tangible is, like, moving forward, like, especially going into the new year and, like, maybe you're listening to this after the new year. Maybe you have goals set for yourself at the end of January. That's fine, too. Don't beat yourself up for not meeting the first of the year. Another day is tomorrow. Today is a new day in itself. Like, yes. quit quit trying to act like you're behind when you are alive and you're ahead of the game. Yeah. So... Maybe you're doing water the first week. Maybe the second week you're like, wow, my water intake is going really good. Maybe I'm going to swap out a chocolate chip cookie at night for one piece of dark chocolate. Wow, even that's a healthier swap. Like just doing something different and making small changes. If you want to implement these big changes, just make sure it's sustainable and it's nothing outrageous. Yeah. Like you can- a thousand calories a day. Oh my gosh. No. Stop that. Never anybody. No. There's no one that should be eating less than 1300 calories a day. Yes. And that's like. Um, and especially, uh, just thinking this before I forget going into the new year, sometimes people have really big weight loss goals. Take it again, one week at a time, breaking down your goals from a year, making them into a month, making them into a week is really, really smart. If you're like, I want to lose 50 pounds this year. Okay, great. So that's one pound a week this week. Make your goal to lose one pound work from there. Yeah. And I have, that's it. One thing I would say about that personally is I would weigh yourself either bi-weekly or monthly Amen. because a lot of people (laughs) will get obsessed. Don't weigh yourself. I'm sorry, but but water weight can fluctuate three pounds. Like how much sodium you've had, like your body fluctuates. So I actually, if people could weigh themselves once a month, I would be happy. Twice a month is fine. If your pants are fitting better, you don't need to fucking weigh yourself. I'm sorry, but you don't. Get rid of it. Because inches is is what matters. Obviously, if you know you have a substantial amount of unwanted fat on your body that you need to release, you know that obviously a number on the scale is going to be an impact at some point. But... Mm -hmm. What, how you feel, how your clothes are fitting, all it's of those are key. Bye bye. Are, oh, is it bye bye time? 
All right. Like, real, like really think about that though, because if okay, if you're if you're a weight loss person and you weighed ten pounds less, but you felt more like shit and you felt more bloated, that would make no fucking sense at all. So I just ask people because they're like, well, the scale says I went up went up one pound since yesterday. I'm like, okay, great. So did you drink more water? Did you weigh yourself after you had breakfast or before you peed? It's just like, all right, give give me some real problems because you need to just cut down how much you weigh yourself. But I gotta go on a whole nother thing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that. Anyways, we could but... get about six different topics out of this one um, podcast today. So, dear Christ, as yeah. always, thank you for listening. Let us know um, how everything is going. Feedback on the podcast is always wanted. Boom. If we have anything specific that you want to get more into detail with, let us know. And whoo, cheers to 2019. Let's Woo. go 2020. Bye. Bye.